Hey, wellness warriors. Hola, I'm Asada Jones, and this is What Makes Me Well. Every week, I sit down with a special guest, and we discuss all the different aspects of their life that make them well. This week, I am sitting down with Lisette Santamaria, motivational speaker, life coach, and lupus awareness advocate. Hi, Lisette. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, my absolute pleasure. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. And Wellness Warriors, I'm really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you um, because Lisette dedicates her life and her time to helping the people of Orlando live a better life, live a more efficient life and a happier life. So, of course, I wanted to know what motivates her to do that and what fills her cup um, and what in her life makes her well enough to be able to do that. So I hope you enjoy the show. Let's uh, let's get into it. Um, this week, what I did to be well, I did a few things to be well, and um, this week was pretty heavy depending on, or not depending, um, in between last week's recording and this week's recording. But to be well, I celebrated myself. Uh, I let go of some residual resentment that I didn't know was still there. But hey, when that happens, right? Um, And more importantly, I voted. Voting. Oh, my goodness. I hope if you are listening, Wellness Warriors, that you went out and voted and made your voice heard. Um, By the time this episode airs, we'll we'll have um, the results of this election. And um, I hope that we are happy with the results putting it out there. Um, So I celebrated myself this week. Um, So I kind of did a historical thing within my family. I reached a milestone, a age in in, in life where um, I'm the the fourth person um, to reach this particular age and not have children. Wow. Ever, like ever in the history of like my maternal line. And so I'm pretty stoked because like I honestly never worked so hard on anything in my whole entire really? life. <laughs> well, congrats. That's awesome. So yeah, I um and it's such a it's really funny because um well not really funny. My mother just, you know, is is I'm happy for you, but you know, single tear rolls down her face um because she wants some grandbabies. Um and, and like my mom. Yeah, and it's such a weird thing to celebrate. I have friends that already have children, so they're like, All right, girl, you're weird. Um and but I took myself out. I took myself out to the glass knife. I bought myself a cake and I said, congratulations, Asada. You're amazing. And good for you. Yes. Way to stick to my goals. And every woman has their own goals. Every woman has their own choice. And I'm just so thankful that we are still living in a time and hopefully knock on wood, fingers crossed that we can stay living in a time where women have the ability to choose when and if they want to have children. Um, so yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I'm like super, super happy about that. that. It's okay. And that it's okay. Yes. It's okay. Who, whatever you decide, it's okay. And that, that's, what's beautiful. Um, so I'm just going to reach around and give myself another pat on the back again. Go me. Um, I also, I I went through kind of a a moment this week where, you know, well, Lizeth, as a life coach, I'm sure you have had clients that, um, or have had experiences and conversations where like you talk about, talk with somebody and it brings up stuff where you thought you were over something and it triggers something. And, and in my personal life, I thought I was over, over it, Mm -hmm. over a particular incident, over, um, waiting for a thank you or an mm-hmm. I'm sorry from someone, mm-hmm. you know, um, totally thought I was over it. Um, but then I, I was in a situation where all these feelings started coming up again and I was angry again. I was so angry and I was upset and, um, there was guilt attached to that anger and, 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 um, resentment. Um, but I let myself live in that moment and then I let myself kind of meditate on forgiveness and reminding myself that this one particular person in my life, you know, 
it's not the only person in my life. There are so many other things, yeah. so many other people in my life that I can focus on. And there's so much love to give. Uh, and and if I focus on this, this one negative thing, it's going to eat me alive. And yeah. if I wait for a thank you, if I wait for, and I'm sorry, I will be waiting for the rest of my life. That's not, that's not going to be a good thing. Um, and, good for you. Um, so yeah, it was really nice to just for a moment to just feel it, acknowledge it. Yes. Mm, acknowledge it and then go, okay, sit with it for a second and then just um, meditate on letting that go. And I just felt really good. I felt really good again because once you let go of that anger, you can go, okay, how can I move forward with love? Yeah. And then that just feels so much better. It just feels so much better. Um, um, so that was really nice. And then, of course, I voted. Oh, my God, you guys, if you are listening to this podcast, you know how I feel. You know my political beliefs. Voting is so important. And um, it was just really nice to um, just kind of make my voice heard with that ballot. And again, I hope that if you're listening to this, you voted and you made your voice heard because it is so important. And um, this this midterms are so incredibly important. But um, yeah, what did you do this week to be well? Oh God. Well, first I just want to comment on, on something that you said, and I want to give you kudos. Kudos to you for acknowledging your feelings. A lot of times we beat ourselves up for feeling a certain way. And I think it's okay for us to just, you know, be able to reflect on how we're feeling and, and why. Yeah. Right. And the fact that you brought up the word trigger, we go through emotional triggers and sometimes we don't know why, why is this upsetting me? Mm -hmm. Where's all this coming from? And sometimes it's not that one incident. It's an incident that happened prior. So yeah, good for you for working through those feelings. That's the best thing you can do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what did I do this past week? I will say, um, just focusing on my wellness was huge because, you know, being human, sometimes we fall off track. Yeah. But last week, girl, I was on it. Yeah. I was on it. I was on it with my sleeping. I was on it with my working out, with my eating. And um, really cool. Me and my family took some time to have a family trip. And just, I felt like it was a reset button Mm. for all of us, really. And we drove to Tennessee and we went hiking through the mountains and just enjoyed fall up there. Because you know it's different than it is down here, I right? Love that. They have true fall in Tennessee. Yeah, I hear, I hear. Yeah. I've never actually um, experienced any other uh, weather besides uh, Florida winter oh and Puerto gosh. Rico, and oh. I'm okay with that because, <laughs> like today, this morning, I was like in my yeah, coat it was, it was cold. It was it cold, was cold. I but um, it was definitely gorgeous, and just being in nature was a nice reset. So I that's what I love did. that you did that with your family too. That is just beautiful. Thank you. That is beautiful. Thank you. Good for you guys for that. No kidding. Yeah. So. Um, going right into um, this new segment, Highlight of the Week. So um, I was thinking about just reflecting on the weekend, and there's just so many things that instantly pop up if you think about, you know, if somebody asks you, how was your day today? It's so easy to think about the negative things. So I mm-hmm. wanted to, to talk about the highs. Um, and so definitely the high of the week for me was having my husband, Mr. Andrew Jones, um, say, hey, let's bike ride to yoga and I just thought that was really cool because not only was he, you know, supporting me and doing yoga and like doing outdoor stuff, which he's an outdoorsy kind of guy, but he doesn't do yoga um, oh. and he's trying to get into it, but he likes bike riding. Bike riding's his thing. Um, and I'm not that big of a bike rider, but oh, okay. I'm trying to get into it a little bit because he's getting into it. But I just thought it was really cool that he that he offered to, to do something that we both like to do, you know, we'll use his, his thing that he likes to do to do the thing that I like to do. And I just thought that was really cool. Um, and then just being outside doing yoga with, you know, with him was just really nice. Um, and to see him explore his yoga practice is really cool because as somebody who is a a yoga practitioner, I don't want to say like I'm a seasoned yoga practitioner, Mm -hmm. but I do yoga often. Um, you, you sometimes you forget what it's like when you first step on the mat again and, and to be able to see his, his journey is kind of, kind of dope. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've never 
experience that yoga with a partner and, and that, that was really cool. Um, and it was just really nice to be able to be outdoors doing yoga. So once again, you guys, if uh, you have not checked out Yoga at Lake Yola, hosted by Amanda Ray, you need to get your butt out there. It is Sundays at 11 a.m. Um, it's a great practice. It's it's definitely suitable for all beginners. So um, if you get a chance to go out there. Do you have a highlight of the week? I was going to say, oh, I've yeah. never been... And I heard you talk about it yeah. on the podcast, and I heard her talk about it. And can I invite myself to go with you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, We're great. going next week. We're okay. in. That's great. Done. Yeah, and <laughs> listeners, you're invited too. Everyone's welcome. Let's all go. Um, so, yeah, Wellness Warriors, share your high with me. Share your um, your regimen, what you did this week to be well. Shout me out at um, what makes me well on Instagram and Twitter. Hashtag me, email me, whatever. Um, so moving on to Wellness Warrior of the Week. Um, I'm almost 100% certain, you guys, that I spoke about this person before in a previous episode, but I'm going to again because I want everybody to know about her. She's really cool. Her name is Gabriella Ortiz. You may or may not have, may or may not know her as the former barista of the local Sanctum Cafe. Um, and if you want to find her on social media, you can find her at Go. G-O dot influx. That's G-O dot I-N dot F-L-U-X. Um, because she is currently backpacking right now in Spain. And she is backpacking in Spain and she is teaching yoga in Spain. And just like she's deepening her understanding of the world. She went to Iceland. She's uh, traveled. She traveled around um, to different places um, in Iceland before she landed in Spain, but she's submerging herself in this whole other culture and a whole different way that they do yoga over there, which I just think is really cool. And I am living vicariously through her. So um, if you would like to check her out, do so. And um, you can watch her video diaries and um, her Insta stories because they're really cool. Um, And I'm on that spiritual journey with her. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well. She's really awesome. So um, shouts to you, Gabby, mi amiga. Te quiero muchísimo y que te disfruta la vida. So, um, before we get into um, your interview, Liseth, I want to talk about Apiary Wellness. Okay. Okay. So, Apiary Wellness, that is the place where I get my CBD oil. And I know I've mentioned this before, um, Wellness Warriors, and some of you have actually asked me about this place. So, um, Apiary Wellness, it is on Hillcrest. Um, in downtown Orlando, it, um, it is a, it isn't just a storefront, but they are a holistic health center. They offer massage therapy. They offer, uh, yoga therapy. And I'm really excited to uh, like, to let everybody know that I'm doing, I'm offering yoga there as well. And I'm offering aerial yoga there. So if you guys want to get in on some one-on-one, um, yoga yoga practition work and some one-on-one aerial yoga um, exploration, let me know. That'll be, I think that would be super awesome to um, help you with that. Um, But they also offer acupuncture. They offer mental health counseling. They offer like life coaching. They offer um, um, massage therapy. Did I already say that? Oh my God, they do so much and it's really cool. Um, and when you go there, you can also get information about CBD by the, um, cannabinoid, um, educators. They're pretty dope. It's a cool place. I'm really happy to be a part of that team. So check out the apiary, come check me out. Um, and they are at apiarywellness.com and you can find them on social media at apiarywellness. So, on to the show, Miss Lisette Santa Maria. Thank you so much for coming in. I totally appreciate you. you. I love how you say my name. I love (laughs) saying your name, Santa Maria. It's really awesome. So, um, like I mentioned at the top of the show, you are a motivational speaker. You're a life coach. You advocate for lupus awareness. You do so much. And um, I want to know what makes you well. What is your recipe for wellness, Lisette Santa Maria? 
I, um, <laughs> I think it's funny how you say I do so much because I think I've always been that way. Just doing the most doing is what I like most. to call it. Lisette, doing the most. Doing the most. <laughs> yes. Right. But um, I will say, so what makes me well is it's actually been a journey for me. And um, hopefully I can go into this journey to try to explain it because it's yeah. not just one thing. It's It's been a progression Beautiful. to really focus on my wellness. And it's been a journey. So I'll say that. Like I said, I've always been active, but um, I didn't necessarily focus on my wellness until I had to. Yeah. And that was when I got diagnosed with lupus back in 2006. Wow. Um, yeah. And so for those of you guys that know what lupus is, I'm just going to share that with everybody that's listening that maybe doesn't know or maybe they heard it, but they don't really yeah, know what it is. Explain it to us. Yeah. Okay. So the best way that I like to describe it is um, everyone has an immune system right? So your immune system does the job of killing all the viruses and the illnesses that are in your body. So that way you can continue to be well and healthy. Mm -hmm. But when you have lupus, it's kind of like your immune system is blind. So instead of just attacking the illnesses and the viruses that you have within, it'll attack everything. So you, it ends up attacking its own self, yeah. your own self. So my immune system doesn't really, can't really distinguish between my own healthy cells and all the illnesses that I, that I have or the viruses. So, um, with that being said, you know, when you have lupus, it's, it's an autoimmune disease where, um, it can affect you so many different ways. And they call lupus a mysterious disease because it affects everybody differently. Mm. If you can imagine, there's so many different parts of your body. So lupus attacks different parts. Yeah. So for me, um, I started on that mm. journey after months of tests and seeing multiple doctors. I was actually diagnosed with a disease. And then from that point on, I had to really learn what does this mean for the rest of my life? And um, it started off with a lot of doctors, you know, looking out for my best interest, but really telling me all the things that I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. Now that you have know that you have lupus, you can't do this, you can't do that. And, and, and I'm not one to really um, like to be told, you know, what you can't do. <laughs> so I actually, um, I had to figure out, well, I'm not going to focus on what I can't do. I'm going to empower myself and really focus on what can I do? Right. What can I do to empower myself to take control of my health and wellness? Because I don't have the luxury of being, um, you know, just complacent when it comes to that anymore. Right. So that's what started my wellness journey and, and really figuring out, um, what is good for me and my lupus and to take control of that. Um, I discovered my power, yeah. <laughs> which is which is my company, and it actually led me to my purpose, which is to help other people, um, you know, cope with their diseases and and overcome their struggles, so they can be strong and they can be powerful, regardless of what they're going through. Yeah. So, um, what makes me well is I really when I started to um, empower myself to take control of my wellness, um, I started to one learn how to listen to my body. Mm. And I, yeah. I say that word, be, I say the word learn, because if you've had an autoimmune disease your whole life, how do you know what the, how do you know when you were really feeling well and when you weren't feeling well? Yeah. It's kind of hard to think back of a time when, hmm, when was I feeling my best self? When was I healthy? And in exploring that and really paying attention to my body, it was being kind to myself and, and knowing when I'm pushing myself too hard because I do the most. Yeah. <laughs> and when I need to, um, I can push through and I can exercise and mm -hmm. I can make better choices for myself. So um, that was something that, that I had to learn and I try to encourage other people to do is really take a listen and, and learn your body because your body will speak to you when you are not well. Right. It'll physically show you signs that you're not well and it'll show up differently for everybody. So in order to know yourself, you have to be in tune with your body. Yeah. So that was one of the, one of the things that I do, um, to be well, but I, something that you said early on in, in this, uh, in the podcast was you said, um, you know, fill your cup. 
Yeah. So I I love that because I started to to really pay attention of how can I start filling my cup? If my energy is going to be depleted because of lupus because that's one of the symptoms, right? Exhaustion. Yeah. If if I'm going to feel depleted, if I'm there's going to be days and times and months even where I'm not feeling well, how can I pour into myself? How can I be kind to myself and and feed myself so I can be well? Mm-hmm. And I mean that literally figuratively so many different ways. And um, when I started to live authentically and really take a look at how I was choosing to live my life, I realized that in order to to be well and to have my cup full so I can have energy to do everything that I want to do, I have to be able to live authentically and fill my life with the things that make me happy and make me well. Because when you are well, it's not just about your health. It's your overall wellness. Yeah, It's everything that that you pour into yourself. Mm -hmm. So in focusing in that, um, little by little, I've been finding my path and, and it's been such a transformation when it comes to my health and wellness. Yeah. Actually carving out time for me so I can continue to give to others. Yes. And girl, I can go on a list of things that, that, um, that I do when it comes to that. But, but I think that that was really the start of a whole new life of health and wellness for me. Yeah. Okay. So I am going to ask you about that list a little bit in a little bit. Um, but I do want to, um, ask you, so, um, side note, uh, wellness warriors, listeners, I, um, met Liseth in a outdoor yoga event and she was actually speaking and, and sharing her, her story and sharing her journey. Um, and you had mentioned that before, I believe it was before your diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a faux pas and came in, in the middle of your speech. I'm so sorry. Okay. So I didn't catch the beginning of it. My bad. <laughs> um, so I believe it was before your diagnosis. You were talking about your position in HR. You were talking about that you were the, um, one of the youngest, yes. um, HR directors, HR directors in, in your company. Yeah. And, and the first actually black woman, am I correct? Not the first black woman. I was the youngest female Latina HR director boom, in boom, the boom. It at the hmm. time. And, and that was actually a couple of years after being diagnosed with oh, wow. lupus. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I already had lupus and I was still trying to figure out how to manage it yeah. as best as I could. But you were still hustling at your job and doing that and and that which I think is 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 amazing on its own. But I really wanted to talk about what did that look like? What was that moment where you achieved the title, mm-hmm. that job that you wanted, mm-hmm. right? The job that you were working for and you were still dissatisfied. What did that look like? And then how um how did you reshape that? Hmm. Because I think that is so, um, that is such a, I hate, I don't want to say brave. Don't say brave. I think that's just a badass thing really, because there's so many people that work so hard because I'm going to get to this job and this is the job that I'm told that I'm going to do. And it makes a lot of money and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and then we get there and we're like, Oh wow, this really sucks. And I hate this. And I'm just going to drink my life away. And you didn't. I, Why? And talk to me about that. Okay. Um, I'll say this. When I got to that point, mm-hmm. which just like you said, it, it was a point that I had been striving for and it's everything that I told myself that I wanted. Now I'm, I got the title, I'm making great money, but I'm still not happy. Mm-hmm. And remember when I said your body will physically show you signs that you are not well. Yeah. Your body will physically show you signs that you're not happy, that something is off, something's not right. And I couldn't deny it anymore. So what did it look like? My hair was falling out. Okay. Um, that's a symptom of lupus. When when people with lupus get stressed, they begin to lose their hair. Wow. Um, my levels were off. Um, my blood levels were off. And when any lupus warrior listening, you know that we go to the doctor all the time to get our levels checked and it just continuously was not right. Um, they, my, I was on the most meds that I had ever been on in my whole entire life. Um, I was 20 pounds overweight. Uh, what else? My love life was pretty 
it, it just wasn't healthy. I wasn't with the right people. Um, You're my, making the right choices. Yes. I was, I was making poor choices. I wasn't spending time with my family. I wasn't spending time with my friends. I was not pouring into myself. Mm. I would cry before and after work. I was working um, 12, 13 hour days. And, and not that there's anything wrong with, with the amount of time that you put into work, but you have to love what you do. Yes. And I was lacking that love, right? When you love what you do, it's like, you're not working at all. Yeah. But I, I just, I didn't have that passion for what I was doing anymore. So I, I took a step back and I had to really evaluate how did I get here and what choices did I make to bring me to this point? And Ooh, when how I, scary was that? Girl. On a it, scale of one to 10. It, because you 11. have like, like accountability is yeah. scary because it, to go, oh yeah, th- that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was me. That was the decision. I could have easily walked away, but I went through that yes. door. That was a bad choice. Okay. When did that I make the me. choice to, to walk away from the path that I was destined right. to follow? And it was an, it, it was an, um, you know, it was several choices that led me to where I was no longer living the way that I was meant to live mm-hmm. because I believe that everybody has a purpose and somewhere along the way I strayed away from that. Yeah. So and because of that, it was affecting my health. Mm-hmm. And because I I have lupus, I didn't have a choice. I had to fix it. Yeah. So it started with me making that decision that I had to get back onto the path where I felt the most like myself and where I was able to use the gifts that I was blessed with from God. Yeah. God gives everybody gifts. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, I wasn't using it the way that I should have. And and let me tell you something. When you are not living in your purpose, when you are not focused on the things that you're supposed to be focused on, the things that you were meant to do, the things you were destined to do, that is when your life is not well. That yeah. is when you're not happy. And I couldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I had to make drastic choices really to get myself back on track. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, um, you know, no one's perfect, but my health has transformed. Yeah. I am getting the sleep that I need. Um, I'm, my hair isn't falling out anymore. Thank God. Um, I lost 20 pounds and I've been maintaining it. I'm eating better. Um, and I'm, and I have the energy now that I was lacking before to pour out and not just do well for myself, but to do the, do what my purpose is, which is to help other people. Yeah. Do well for others. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So did you, did we talked about like self-reflection and accountability. Did that come in the form of just like self, um, um, self therapy? Did you seek professional help? Did you lean into your faith? Did you, what were those actual support systems? What did that look like? Was it your family? I will say my mother actually asked me the question to change the trajectory of my life when she asked me, well, you know, I sat with her and I said, mom, I'm not going to be an HR director anymore. And nothing wrong with that profession, but I knew that that was not what I was meant to do. Right. And and it just was speaking to me so loudly. And she said, well, if you're not going to be an HR director, what are you going to do? And she said, what is your purpose? And my mom asking me that question was so powerful. And, and I just want you guys to know when you have people in your life that really care about you, they are going to call you out on things that you're not doing right. And my mom had the best intention for me when she asked me that question. And she, and I want to thank her, um, you know, because she let me figure it out. She yeah. gave me the space and the support to figure it out. And that question led me to really do some soul searching. Yeah. And I will say, you know, don't ever be too proud to ask God God, show me direction. Where did I go wrong? Please show me, give me a clear sign of what I should do next. You know, please put it in my heart. So I know with everything in me that the next decision that I'm going to make is bring is going to bring me closer to what you intended for me. And I remember getting on my knees and just thinking, why have I strayed so far away from what I'm supposed to be doing? And you know what, God? I'm going to humble myself and and use me as 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 you see fit to bring me back to my purpose. Yeah. So yes, my faith had a lot to do with it, and Beautiful. just being in tune and with with the guidance that God was giving me. Right. And I know that kind of sounds like you know, out maybe far fetched for some people, but 
God, God answers. Yeah. He will answer. And he answered me. Yeah. And he started to show me the path that I needed to go on. And I will say this, when you step into your purpose, doors will start opening for you. And it's like, uh, it's huge weight lifted off your shoulders when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it helped me so drastically when it came to my health. I love that. And I, 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 I believe that. I love that. And I don't, don't mean to offend, but I think it's, it's the same, the same idea, the same feeling, just different vocabulary. You know, um, some people will say God, some people will say, you know, I meditated on it right. and I, you or know, the universe or the universe, right. you know, I, 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 tr- I chose to open up my heart and let the light in and blah, 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 you know, not blah, 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 blah. That sounded insensitive. But all of that. But yes, it, it is. It, I, I understand your, your sentiment. It doesn't sound hokey. It doesn't sound, you know, too, Ooh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> no, that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Um, um, I love that. That's pretty awesome. Um, so you leaned into your faith and that allowed you to kind of self-reflect and just re like reshape the course of yes. your life. And That's little wonderful. by little, um, you know, you, you just have to, it's not just going to be done for you. You have to take the steps. You have to do the work. You have to yeah. believe in yourself and you have to start carving out time for, for what is important when it comes to your health and when it comes to your wellness, when it comes to you being whole. Yeah. And the more that I started to take steps along that path, I started to see transformation and that's where manifestation comes in. You know, you start manifesting everything Mm -hmm. that is meant for you. It's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. That's really awesome. I really dig that. Um, so we, we talked about your mother and we talked about your faith. Um, do you have any other support systems that allow you to, um, like, you know, to, to be the badass that you are? Like, who gasses you up? Who gasses Liseth up? Or does Liseth, do, do you do, like, the Issa Rae rap when you're just, like, in front of the mirror and you're, like, killing it today? Gonna, all right, stop, stop. All right. <laughs> not that, not that, but... Um, <laughs> um, who's my support system? I'll say this. When you decide to live authentically and you decide that you're going to start walking this path in life, people are either going to support you and gravitate towards what you're doing or they're not. And it is critical for you to, when it, when we're talking about filling your cup, right? Mm -hmm. It's critical for you to, to, when it comes to that, surround yourself around people that are going to support your life's yeah. purpose and the path that you're on. And and then you start meeting people that are on that same path. Like, And I believe that that's why me and you met. I and we truly connected. believe that, yes. Right? So um, I I think just being aware, being very aware of, of what my purpose is and what that means and how I want to live my life and, and not being afraid to speak about it yeah. and not being afraid to, to bring that into existence. It, it helped me to attract people that were also like-minded. Right. So where do I get my support from? Definitely my family. I have um, awesome friends that, that are supportive of me and, and my lifestyle changes from what I'm eating to, to the decisions that I'm making. Um, I do things differently. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, that is such a big, I want to pause for a second and talk about that because I think that is such a big thing. Having people in your corner that, that will support you through life's changes, because just like everything ebbs and flows, we as human beings ebb and flow and to have somebody in your corner, you know, one or two people, however many it'll be, that'll be like, okay, that they will support your growth no matter what it looks like, even if it looks drastically different than their lifestyle. Right. Even if you, in in some instances, surpass them, you need people that will cheer for you even if you surpass them. Yes. You know, and, and that's okay. And um, that is something that has, that is a theme in the last six months of my life. And you know what? You think you think you learn a lesson, but, but if you don't really truly learn it, the universe, it, it will present it itself to it. you in a different way. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, and so I, you know, I, I, you, you think, yeah, I just, you know, you think you have people in your corner or not even that you realize that um, efforts that people put into friendships and relationships mm-hmm. are drastically different. So mm-hmm. 
um, you know, sometimes you realize uh, that you are somebody's, you're in somebody's corner, but they are not in your corner. And then you're like, oh, well, how long have I been your friend and you haven't been my friend? Mm. But that's okay. You know, and it's like, okay, it's it's a lesson that um, if you don't pause, you don't go, okay, what am I, what am I here for? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. And do I have people in this life that support that cause? Yeah. I feel like the, if you ask yourself those two questions, you will very clearly see who is truly in your corner. Yeah. And not. I think that's something that you need to do continuously. Yes. Do yeah. a temperature check ever so often. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. That's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. Do a temperature check. Okay. So um, let's talk really quickly about... Um, best breakups. So I am plugging a podcast that I just listened to. It's called Best Breakup. Um, it's hosted by a really, really funny um, comedian. Um, and uh, people talk about the best breakups that they've had and breakups of ideas, breakups of romantic relationships, breakups of friendships, just breakups of all kinds mm. and what they've learned from that. So I am shamelessly stealing that idea and making that a segment on my show. Too bad. So, um, Lisette, do you have, um, what is, what is your best breakup? (laughs) Um, that's an interesting question. I'll start. Okay. How about that? So my best breakup was with the idea that my, my guru or my mentors are going to be perfect. Mm. Yeah. People are human beings yeah. and it and I know that. I know that. I'm a human being. I say that all the time. I tell my students all the time, don't I, don't put me on a pedestal. I'm a human being. But here I go and I do I do the same thing to other people and um I have been in the last year I've been kind of searching for another mentor um and searching for um uh just some more guidance and and um I had I've just noticed I kind of paused and I realized like, why is it, why is it taking me so long to kind of like really find somebody that I really jive with and I really dig with? And, um, and, and I, and I fully am accepting the responsibility that it's because I have, um, I'm putting my mentor on a pedestal and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking this person needs to be perfect. Um, and, or not even perfect, but this person needs to be like me because boy, that makes me sound egotistical. But I mean, that's just, I'm just being honest with you guys. Um, I just, you know, if, well, if they don't align with me, you know, um, if they don't agree with me on every social thing, then I, then they can't be my mentor. And then that's, that's kind of silly. There's, there's no growth from that. Um, so I feel like that has been my best breakup, um, um, this year, I've broken up with that idea um, that that my mentor has to be perfect because um, they don't. And um, people are flawed, but people have expertise in different areas, and that is what I need to draw from, and that is um, what I need to focus on. Um, so, Lisa, what is your best breakup? Do you have one? Well, thank you for sharing that. That's super deep. Um, <laughs> I will say my, <laughs> my best breakup was breaking up with my former life mm. and creating this brand new life that I'm living today, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah. Um, in my former life, you know, I, I, I thought that chasing the title and chasing the money was important. And when I realized that when you step into what you were meant to do with your life and you're living out your purpose, that success, that abundance and that money, if that's what you want, will come Mm -hmm. because you're going to be so undeniably great at what you were, what you're doing because you were meant to do it. You were created to do it. And now that I am 
living this life that, um, and I'm, st- I still don't even think that I've reached my, where I'm really supposed to be. Right. I'm on the path. We're right? still on the journey. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It is a journey. And, and every day I'm, I'm working towards that. I'm choosing to make these choices that are helping me to be happy and healthy. I'm prioritizing my health and I'm prioritizing the rest that I get. And I'm choosing to eat the right foods, which that's also a breakup that I've done is, and I'm still working on that breakup, right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, it's like, yeah, you're like, and we're not talking right now, but Especially sometimes coming, you're like hitting yeah. up that late night snack. Uh-huh. From a Hispanic family. I the know, food, oh my hard. gosh, it it's is hard. hard. But I, that breakup with my former life and, and the life that, and embracing the life that I'm living now and creating that life, that has been the best breakup for me, I will say. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Good Thanks. for you. Yeah. Good for you too. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I'm internally laughing though, because I just had um, pan con lechon oh. for dinner yesterday. I, I Literally, it's just like bread, this garlic, um, Cuban bread with um, like this garlic um, delicious spread and just pork meat. Yeah. Just lechon, Hispanic, deliciousness we, Hispanic, on We bread. love our, our, our meat so and our good. pork. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we are working on that nutrition. <laughs> um but, um, well, I think that's a, these are pretty good breakups. Go us. Go us. Yes, go us. Um, so talk to me about Discover Your Power. Talk to me about how that came about. And talk to me about how you maintain your wellness while balancing mm-hmm. the demands of Discover Your Power. So just, thank you for asking that. Um, Discover Your Power came from from the fact that I felt like I was, you know, we all have things in our life that are difficult for us. And being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease um, with lupus, that really changed my life. And at first, it was not in the most positive way because I was in denial. Mm-hmm. I didn't really accept the fact that I had lupus until years later. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, it wasn't something that I ever talked about. Nobody really knew what lupus was. It was embarrassing. And I didn't want anyone to feel sorry for me or look at me differently or treat me differently. Mm-hmm. And when I finally embraced the fact that, okay, I have this disease and, you know, why do I have this? And I really believe that it's because I was meant to relate and and to help others. And not just with lupus, which is one of the areas that I focus on with Discover Your Power, but in in multiple ways, multiple aspects. Um, I'm one of those life coaches where I don't just present myself as, oh, I'm perfect and I'm going to help you live a perfect life. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, no one's perfect. Right. So I found to discover your power as a way to help people through life coaching, through motivational speaking and through lupus and wellness advocacy. And when through those services, I have opened my my life up. And I say that because coaching is such an intimate thing. It is. Um, people, you know, come to me for, for various um, areas of their life that they need help and improvement on. And I focus on career and leadership and, like I said, lupus and wellness. And when we start talking about the challenges that they're facing in those areas, other things in their lives come up because it's all intertwined. Yes. So it's such an intimate process. And when I started to open up my life and share with people, these are the things that, that I've gone through and, and just relating to the things that they're going through. And you know what, in us sharing, let's talk about how we can come up with a plan for you to work past those obstacles that you have. So you can create change. Um, that's where I believe that the magic happens and, and just being, you know, open uh, with my clients and the people that I've been helping has, has really been a transfer transformational process. So discovering your power is to help people discover their power to change their lives and create the lives that they want. Yeah. I love that. How do you, how do you balance giving so much and then still filling your cup? What does that look like? Do you, do you, um, I mean, I, I, I'm literally taking my example. I've had, I've gotten to the point where I've literally had to schedule a day off. Like you do not schedule any clients this day. You don't do Good for you. any, like just don't do anything this day unless I absolutely have to, mm-hmm. but that would be, that's really how I make sure I get like a day to at least like clean my house and, you know, just sit on my butt and watch how to get away with murder or yeah. something, you know, just to relax and, and fill my cup. What does, 
What does that look like for you? I call those get myself together days. Get myself together <laughs> days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I will say this. I have had the ability to create this life that, that works well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, being a business owner of your, of your own company has, has allowed me that ability to create this schedule to where I do have more balance than before. I will say that the work that I do, um, it does fill my cup. I enjoy being there for other people. Yeah. I enjoy, um, helping others, you know, uh, see, see aha moments mm-hmm. and help them overcome their obstacles. So that is something that fills my cup. However, when I do give to others, it does, it, it yeah, takes from absolutely. you, right? So what else do I do in order so I can still have the ability and the energy to give to others is I prioritize time for myself. And when I say that I prioritize, um, my workout time. Yeah. And I prioritize my eating because I know that I need to to fill myself with nutrients and that are going to help me have the energy to continue to do the work that I was meant to do in this world. Yeah. So prioritizing time for myself, just like you said, right? Mm-hmm. You prioritize a day. I make sure that every single day has those times where I'm giving to myself so I, I can that. continue to give to others. And, and I do that through various ways, right? You know, waking up in the morning and just saying a prayer and, and thank, thank, being thankful for, I opened up my eyes today. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Um, You know, focusing on some some positive affirmations, telling myself, I'm going to do great today. Those are all things that I do in the morning before I get my day started. Um, Carving out time to work out and and being kind to myself. So a lot of times we were so structured in, oh, I need to get X, Y, and Z done and it needs to be in this order. Well, sometimes things come up and life happens. So how can I still prioritize my time and still get everything done? Maybe I just need to be a little bit flexible and shifting things around. Mm -hmm. But in order in order for you to continue to pour into the lives of others and have the time and the energy you have to be able to pour into yourself so i make sure that i do that every, every day. single day it's a constant choice mm-hmm. constant choice love that i love that um so you are from panama correct me if i'm wrong yeah panama yes uh-huh. so um tell me how does being one of the handful, I'm going to say. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like if I say handful, that's stretching it. But how is it being one of the handful of brown life coaches, motivational speakers in Orlando? Because I know this isn't a very, um, it's, it's a, it's a small community. Mm -hmm. What is that like for you? And do you feel like you are I, I don't want to speak for you. Stop speaking for her, Asada. <laughs> but, but or do you feel like it is it, like you are, that is one of your purposes. So that way you can be there to represent. I love that you asked me that question. Of um, course I was going to. <laughs> I'll How say could that I not, you know, when, when you look at other life coaches and, and I've gone through this before, you know, the more that I stepped into being my authentic self, I had to be okay with being me. Yes. And that doesn't just, it's not necessarily just the things that I say. It goes to how I dress. Um, it goes to how I do my hair. Your hair stuff. Um, yes. The fact that I have my nose ring and, and the fact that I do my nails blue and, you know, just things like that. And so I had to, I had to take a look at myself and I really had to be okay and be purposeful with how I was presenting myself in the world. Mm -hmm. The thing with life coaching is I'm providing a service and the service is me. Mm -hmm. It's what I can give you. It's, it's how I can help you. So in order for people to decide that they want to you to be their life coach, to do something that is so special and so intimate, they have to relate to you. Right. And if I was truly going to help these people, I had to be okay with being myself and showing these people who I am. And let me tell you, along the way, I had people tell me, you need to fit this box. You need to do your hair a certain way. You need to dress a certain way. You can't say this. You can't say that. And I was like, 
fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to be myself yes. because in order for me to really show people how they can overcome struggles, they have to relate. We have to relate to each other so I can support you and it's so we can be open. Yeah. Because when it comes to coaching, your clients have to be open with their struggles and be okay with, with sharing their truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the, it's it's almost like therapy. Like if you're lying to your therapist, what are you doing? Why right. are we you're here? not gonna be able to Why overcome <laughs> right these obstacles if you're not being truthful right. with, with what you're going through and who you and are as a person. Yeah. Yes. yes absolutely. So I have literally had clients say, you know what? I don't think that you're the right coach for me because of of how you present yourself. And I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. I can refer you to someone else. But on the flip side, I've had people say, I came to you because of who you were, um, who you are. And I appreciate that. And let me tell you, I've even had people that have been like, you know what? I I judged you, but getting to know you you're the you're the best coach that that I could have chosen right because at the end of the day it has people want to judge you for for your appearance right mm-hmm. but at, at the end of the day it's not necessarily about what you look like on the outside it's it's what you have to give on the inside Absolutely. or it's about the knowledge that you have to share Absolutely. so and clients getting to know me I've been we've been able to overcome yeah. those barriers but it took me being confident in myself and showing other people you can be you can be who you are too mm-hmm. in this life and and the life that you want to live can actually match who you really are as a person. Yeah. You can have that mirror. You don't have to change yourself. You don't have to change yourself. Right. I think I think um it's super awesome that you are your authentic self because it is it is rare. I mean, I have not seen a life coach that lives so authentically that as you do, you know, and, and I mean, authentically in the sense of you don't have, you know, the, the uh, it's just not a, a stereotypical look. You're not um, trying to look like everybody else. And I think because it, with my knowledge of, of previous like Instagram life coaches and, um, and what they look like if you had presented yourself to be that kind of cookie cutter mm-hmm. person, I would have been like, mm, no, Nasus, because that I can no, that doesn't look real to me. And I totally understand that you you are a product of your culture and where you're raised, and that there are deaf, there are black and brown people that have you know lived in a majority white neighborhood and all that stuff like that. I, I totally understand that, but and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you were to be completely fake mm-hmm. and and be that like you know, everything is perfect. And this is how I live a perfect life. And this is how I gain followers on Instagram and motivate people daily. Like that is, um, it doesn't seem authentic. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, that you, that you do. And it's, and it, um, Thank you. I, I think that representation is really important. And I think that just, even though we are saying that how you look, um, is, is, shouldn't be the only thing. Um, it's really your message and what you have to deliver. Absolutely. But I also think how you look opens the door. And there are so many people that Mm -hmm. I know, I know personally that have been like, Oh, life coach. Yeah. That's a white people thing. Oh, that's, that's white nonsense. And it's like, why, why, why does life coaching, why is therapy? Why, why are those things unattainable for people of our complexion. Why is that? And I feel like just being you, you being who you are doing in in the field that you, that you're in, um, allows people to be like, we can take space here. Yes. We can take space here. There's room for all of us. There's room for all, you know what? And I said this other day in one of my posts, there's enough success out there for everybody. Right. Right. And whoever is meant for you is going to gravitate towards you and whoever's, and and that's okay. Everybody needs to find where they, where they fit and where they feel comfortable. And sometimes when you don't know where that is, it takes someone that you can relate to, to help you figure it out. Exactly. And I think that's, what's important because I, there are people that I know can benefit from life coaching. There are people that I know can benefit from from therapy and um they don't take the steps to because they don't see themselves represented yeah. and it just and it just stops them from some reason mm-hmm. and there are plenty of other people that'll be like you know what it's fine I'll go ahead and see if it, like one of my first therapists was a um 
late 50s, early 60-year-old white man. man. Mm-hmm. I, I saw him for years. He was wonderful. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really got a lot out of our sessions. Um, and I didn't didn't think anything. I honestly did not think anything of it. Race wasn't a thing. I was like, oh, this is just a, a licensed qualified professional. Well, and good for you for thinking history. that way. Absolutely. But that <laughs> isn't, I, I recognize that that is not how other, that people right. live um, and have that, that thought process. But I will say there did come a point and it was this last election cycle mm-hmm. where I was st- you know, stressed and anxious and a lot of stuff, racial stuff kept coming up Mm -hmm. and I wanted to talk about it. And he was just did not understand. Mm -hmm. He did not understand because he lived a totally different life than I have ever lived. He is not a woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and so there were certain things that he, and he was honest about it. And that's what I love about him and mm-hmm. I appreciate it about him is that he was just like, I, I hear what you're saying. I can empathize with this and this is what I think yeah. you can do. But as a white man, yeah. I, I recognize that this is a space that I, I, I don't hold. And that was a moment where I was like, oh, maybe I need to see a black lady therapist. And can I just add and that's that? Some, you know, so I will say this, when you, a good life coach or a good healer, a good therapist, a yes. good psychologist, whoever, you will be honest with your clients yes. about where you can help them. Yes. And when I sit with people for the first time, I have them sit with me for a free session because I want to, I want to hear from you what, what area you're coming to me for help with. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. And yes, these are the areas that I specialize in. These are the ways that I can help you because I don't want you to just come and sit with me and and not gain everything that you need to gain. Right, 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 and I right. think that's the, the same with, you know, just like life coaches, it's the same thing with mentors. It's okay to have different coaches for different reasons. Yeah. It's okay to have different mentors for different yes. reasons. And and just being oh, you know, aware of, hey, this person is I can relate to this person this way, they can help me in this way. But you know what? It's okay for me to find help. In other in areas. a different avenue, yeah, right, absolutely different avenues. We all need different people in our lives to help us for different purposes. Right. So, <laughs> so good for you and and being able to figure that out. Yeah, it was it was it was nice to have that avenue, and that's when I real that's when it was even more imp- impressed upon me mm-hmm. how important representation is, mm-hmm. and so I, I, I think you know, what you're doing is awesome. And I think the fact that you are yourself is really awesome that you're not trying to change yourself and you're not trying to, um, modify to, 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 to fit, to fit in, yeah, Mm -hmm. to fit in some box. And, Mm -hmm. and I, I really think that's awesome and good for you. Thank you. Super. I feel the same way about you too. Thank you. Well, I, Hey, I said it before and I'll say it again. I created this podcast because I didn't see any representation out there. And so that's, that's really what I want to continue to, to showcase with the show and just show how different people are well, because like, you know, your life is totally different than mine. It looks different for everybody. It's it's wonderful though. It's good. Um, so, um, I wanted to share really quickly, um, a recommendation, a book recommendation. And if you have one, please share. Um, but I am reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Ronson. Um, and it's a pretty awesome book. Um, our a previous guest, uh, Leslie Brathwaite had recommended that book and it's, it's really good listeners. If you haven't listened to it, it's, it's really nice. And it, it really allows you to, or it really kind of forces you to look at your own ego and, and kind of like put that in check. And, and, um, sometimes there are definite things, there are definite points where I want to like, you know, kind of discuss and I put a star next to them and I'm just like, okay, this is why this isn't right. And this is why I feel like, but if you dig deep enough, it's ego and you're just like, oh, well. oh I love that. I yeah. think I might go. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. It's okay. pretty good. Um, do you have a recommendation? Um, well, I'll what are you say, reading? I'll say this. Um, so I'm a advocate of John Maxwell. I'm on the John Maxwell, um, team and nice. I, 
I'm huge on leadership and yes. I think in order to be a leader over your own life, it's, it's not necessarily a title that makes you a leader. It's, it's who you are as a person. It's you choosing to lead your own life. So the 21 laws of leadership is a book that, that I have read and I'm actually looking through it again. Yeah. Um, and the reason is, is because when we are trying to lead our lives, um, we tend to try to do that at the end of the year when we come up with New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. And it just, new it's a new year, new me. Right. New year, new me. Um, new Year's resolutions. What am I going to tell myself that is a goal? And am I really going to follow through? So I think it's just good to remind yourself of the different ways that you can lead yourself to accomplish the goals that you want in life. Yeah. So um, I'm looking at that just to see how do I want to lead lead myself for the rest of the year going into 2019. Isn't that crazy? 2019. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. So um, that's a great book. I recommend it to my clients that are trying to be leaders over their own life. So if anyone wants to pick that up, I think it's great. And if you don't want to read it, you can um, check out the audio version also and listen to it on the car, wherever. We'll have that in the show notes, listeners. Um, And um, I'll give you a link to that so you can purchase it. Um, So... My the last question that I like to ask people, um, what do you think this is all about? What do you think being mm-hmm. well? What is the purpose of being well? That's a really good question. I will say I believe the purpose of being well is, of course, it has to do with your your health, but I think it's just overall being happy. Um, when you are happy. Of course, scientifically, you release positive endorphins, right? And, yeah. And you get on a high when it comes to that. But being well is overall being happy with with your life. And I believe that you can be happy with your life when everything in your life is balanced, when your cup is full, when you are healthy, um, when you're able to pour into yourself. So, so that's what it means to me. And what's helped me to do that is living authentically. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your life and letting me be intrusive and probing questions and everything. Um, Where can people find you? Well, thank you for having me. I think this is awesome. And um, you can find me on... Um, Instagram at discover underscore your underscore power. Um, you can find me on Facebook at discover your power. And um, you can also find me on Twitter, um, DYP coach Lee and DYP stands for discover your power. And you can also go to my site, which is discover your power that is awesome. Well, that is this week's show, Wellness Warriors. I am Masada Jones. Tune in next time for another dose of What Makes Me Well. Until then, be brave, be light, be well.